You huh? have very p- pink fingers. <laughs> it's cold out. Yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like the very second I press record, you have very pink fingers. <laughs> Little girls, this seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon, are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes before he could find the right words. Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And the first film of 2020 is 1917. Yes. So uh, we've seen it individually. We haven't. I don't think we've said anything to each other about it in any shape or form. I think you just sent I, me a text. Yeah. yeah sent yeah. me a text. I had to see it, but that was going to yeah. happen anyway. So I take it you liked it. Yes. You know, when I saw the Golden Globes, I hadn't seen it yet. Obviously, it wasn't even out. But I was like, because they, they won Best Picture. And I think Sam Mendes won as yeah, Best, Best Director. Director as well. And I was like, oh, really? Like, you have the Irishman. That's absolutely stunning. Joker. Joker. Yeah, but Joker, I wouldn't say as like Best Picture. I definitely go for music and actor and cinematography as well like costume and all that but best picture i was like once upon a time in hollywood was brilliant marriage story was brilliant mm-hmm. you know you had so many films that were absolutely amazing and i was like really nice a, a war film okay but once i saw and i and going into the cinema talking to john i was like this film better be good like it won best <laughs> picture i was really like like oh i wasn't expecting much of it i just thought it's a war film right. that the trailer was very similar style to Dunkirk. So I was like, oh, is this going to, just going to be the same thing? Like Dunkirk style? Oh, I was blown away from the start. Well, did you know it was single shot? No. Oh, lucky you. Uh, and sorry for all our listeners out yeah. there who know that, but it's all over the place. I did know, and that was the first thing on my mind. And when you said about Deacon's photography, I was going, yeah, I wonder is it because something else from the single shot? Because I thought you knew, because it's no. widely being found in that. Um, and it is like it's not filmed in a single shot. It's stitched together to look yeah. like a single shot. Now, that's been done before. It was done in Birdman. Yeah. And particularly it was done in a film called Victoria, which was literally filmed in a single shot. It wasn't cutting or editing. It was all one take, uh, which was very good, but very drawbacky because you could mm. see when they, the camera should be somewhere else. Whereas this camera was exactly where it should be all the way through. Yeah, Especially uh, the first scene when they go away from where they're sleeping into where the trench is basically the the dugout whatever yeah. it is and it just follows them as they're walking but like every i don't know if that was stitched together i'd say that first scene everywhere was all went the dark one. it would have been yeah um because i was saying to john i was like at one stage i said did you have you noticed it's the one shot because I, I didn't know so yeah. as i was looking i was like oh this is cool they're doing the the whole shot which is fine but they went into that meeting and then they came out and then they started the journey. I was like, holy. Moly. Moly. <laughs> I was like, this is unbelievable. Like, is this actually for real? And every little bit of it, I was like, I kept hitting John. I was like, John, this is still one shot. This is still the same shot. And he's like, I know, I can see. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And it was just amazing because the synchronization of all that people. 
Well, that's what occurred to me. And I would say, like, photography is brilliant mm. in that and how they all did it all organised. But I would say the choreography mm. is impressive as well. Like, getting everyone in position for exactly. that. Exactly. That's why it's more different with that film I was talking about, Julietta, because it was everyone had to be there. Like it was, they drove from one place to another. Yeah. So the people waiting for them at the other were, but it was all yeah. coordinated by radios. Yeah. Whereas this, like it was filmed over weeks. Yeah. So it wasn't all ago. But at the same time, you, I noticed it because in certain parts you can see where they clearly went black and then, or else went behind a tree. Yeah. And or the explosion the or something. Yeah. yeah. Things yeah. like that. But I didn't mind. I said if you think too much about it being yeah. a single shot you're just going to think of that. That's all you're mm-hmm. concentrating on, which was a drawback for me because from the start, that's all I was thinking of. Um, but then I just said, no, no, just watch the film yeah. and enjoy the film. And from that, if you take that side out of it, like the whole technique, it's still a great film. Yeah. It's compelling. Yeah. It's brilliant. Everything about it, not just that single shot choreography, but even the scene... The characters. The characters. But I mean, yeah. but I'm t- also from a technical point of view, the scene where he's running across no man's land while everyone's gone over the top. So he's gone in a different direction yeah. to them. Yeah. And now it's in the trailer, unfortunately, because it shouldn't be. Like, it's, such yeah. a, it's a set piece. And it's brilliant. It's yeah. just, you're really roused and mo- emotionally... Well, especially because when he's running across and they're coming in, he's hitting off people and he's falling. Yeah. Which didn't, it wasn't intended. I saw Sam Mendes interviewed like that was they were actually not someone but went that too is far. because that is what would happen of course so you wouldn't want yeah you wouldn't want it to be perfection that saying yeah. that you know oh he just clearly it's such like a video game thing he made it clearly so well yeah. through that you know and he, yeah and he didn't and oh every little bit of it I was just like this film is absolutely brilliant because sometimes films from the first world war can be so boring well, there aren't many of them. Like, no, what, but, what no, but like you, there's not much in it about, you know, no, but not, sorry, not films, but in general, things about the First World War, you're like, okay, you're kind of just waiting for Hitler. You know what I mean? Like, let's get on to the second one because that one gets interesting. Okay, I'd be the complete opposite on that. Well, you're different. No, but, I, know, but it's just, I find the First World War far more interesting than the second. Well, I do too because I like the, the time that it's set in. Yeah, um, it's set in. Yeah. <laughs> The time it purpose, happened. yeah, the purpose. <laughs> hey God, could you set the First World War in 1914, Um Because it's pre-20s. Yeah. So it's like a really, and of course, sure, Ireland was in mayhem as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it was just, uh, my grandfather fought that war. Really? He was probably on the other side, yeah. Fighting the Brits, <laughs> Oh, yeah. of course he would have been. Yeah. But you see, that, that's another thing that's fascinating about it. Yeah. Is that in the Second World War, there's clear good guys and bad yeah, guys enemies yeah like the well not even enemies like the germans were nazis mm. so therefore they are vile and regardless. evil yeah, yeah yeah whereas these were just ordinary people yeah. on either side and it was just a battle between kings yeah uh, but it was also the last of them it's a it's a real end of the ancient age if you like yeah. like it's the new century and so on and it's the very fact that it's photographed but it's photographed in so such an archaic way yeah and that's why Dish and Old was so incredible because it suddenly yeah. made these are actually people like us yeah. which you never felt yeah. before but even when they were filming this one the 1917 one and, and you know it's not I didn't feel like it was glamorised because no. even while he was walking in the trenches you'd see people kind of falling asleep or just like staring into nothing like these they're, they're traumatised these people yeah. you know it's not like glamorised as if you know oh we're just here waiting for the for our, our time to go up and fight. No, they're there. They're mm. frightened. And, you know, I can imagine the fucking smell. 
in there. Well, well that's the th- one thing that this drive me. It was cleaner than I would have hoped because the yeah. trenches were filthy. They were just mud everywhere. Mm. And there wasn't that in this. I was really surprised. Even at the start, I was saying, geez, there's a lot of green. Because there was mm. nothing but, and particularly by But I think it was the area that they were in, no? Well, it, could, were... it, must, like, it would have to be logically, historically yeah. accurate because, mm. I mean, they go through so much trouble too, that they wouldn't just say, oh, we forgot that the trenches were a mess. Mm. And the trenches were dirty enough in themselves. But, yeah, but you see, even when they left the trenches, everything else is dirty and, like, do you not remember not when, well, do you not remember when he, f- when they, um, suddenly came down into a trench oh yeah and it fell into yeah. a body and so yeah, on yeah. And all that. But, so, a bit, but at the same time it's not as muddy as you see in the photographs like basically mm, it was yeah. a, it was a marsh the whole no man's land I was a big marsh and swamp no I'd, I'd say uh, yeah, if, they, if they if it had been for the area mm. they're talking about it would have been put in the film this, they were being his, historically as good because that's another thing you were saying about all the scenes of people in trenches looking despairing and so on but a lot of that what really threw me was they were recreating photographs I've seen those scenes Really? I've seen photographs of people like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, they did it in Titanic as well. There's some scenes that are recognisably from photographs taken from Titanic. So they've restaged it. Yeah, yeah. And when he's just walking through the trench, like casually, like there'll be just this guy sitting there smoking a pipe under a a little alcove in the tunnel. And I've seen a photograph of someone like that. Yeah. So there was a lot of that. They deliberately recreated scenes from photographs and set pieces. Um, But for it took me a long time to feel this was 1970. Like yeah. I was conscious of yet this, and that's what I always think is a great mark of films like this. If you just forget about it, you're watching a film, you just feel you're actually there. Yeah. Seeing it. Oh, and I think the main character was absolutely. Well, there's two. Brilliant. No, no. Yeah, I know there's two, but the 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 main guy who doesn't even want to be there. Yeah. I thought he the faces he made like he was actually because the other guy's very hopeful. Well, so, he's going to rescue his brother. Yeah. The other guy isn't necessarily there for that. Yeah. Well, he's just there. It's his, it's his job. Yeah. His animation. But the other, like, you know, when it suddenly kicks in and he's just like, oh, we ha- I have to do this, yeah. you know? And it's just like his face. But it's a face of like plowing through yeah. everything. Well, it's just stiff upper lips sort of thing. Yeah. Well, not stiff upper lips. It's not even that. But it's just he's not going to let emotional motions take over yeah he just well, he can't. single-minded yeah he can't he's basically thinking i need to do this like you know because God, i don't want to spoil it but it's just it's the way his his face just got, it's blank face almost yeah. but still when he even arrives in the city and he meets the the that woman Suddenly he's back to like, oh, I'm human again. Do you yeah. get me? Is there the moment of being human because you, you see someone else. Yeah. And then. And particularly with being a woman. Yeah. And then civilian. suddenly. And even the bit with the baby. That left you kind of. It didn't answer a few questions. Okay. Which I'll talk to you after. <laughs> but even then I was like, oh, because you know nothing about them. But that's. I other think that's than, the point as well. Yeah, but that's brilliant. That you know nothing about them other than. They're there because no one would. Yeah. No one would even like there's so many people. But this is like that's what struck You're me just as well. One was, more. Um, she desperately wants him to stay mm. to protect her from what's going on outside. And he has to go. Yeah. And you just feel so despairing for her. Yeah. And John said, didn't. why doesn't he take her with? I was like, yeah, really? 
I mean, yeah, walk through to behind German different yeah. lines with a woman and a baby yeah. as well. Wheel them along in the pram or something. I'm sure she'd be shot as soon as she put her fucking foot out. Oh, but, but worse than that, yeah. this is the thing. That's yeah. what I was thinking was that's where war crimes come into yeah. it. Like yeah. as soon as a gang of marauding soldiers come across a woman on her own, yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah, but that's like the whole thing. What you're saying there about but it's uh, not this, uh, really quickly. It's a gang of them, but it's not even that they're evil. They're just messed up in the head. Yeah, but if there's a if there's a gang, if it was yeah. one individual, uh, they might. Well, I mean, yeah, they would yeah. be. But it's much more because a gang would have to. If once one member of the gang mm. suddenly says, "Oh, look, a woman," or if one, yeah. and not even just on the sexual side, but just any sort of brutality, like looting shops or whatever. Mm. Once one person does it, everyone does. Yeah, and it just takes one, and there's always yeah. going to be one in a gang of them. Yeah. But what I was saying about or what you said about the expression on his face and the fact that he's stoic, if you like, the whole way through. Yeah. That's what struck me as the contrast between that and something like, say, from Private Ryan, which I think yeah. is a brilliant war film that's as well. That's John's favourite film. I, I love the film yeah. and I saw it in the cinema time and was blown away by the opening and everything about it. But it fell down to me when the whole scene of where Matt Damon says he can't remember his brothers. And Tom Hanks says, so you have to remember a context. And they talk about this time when, and they're laughing about this time back when, in, on the farm, when the bullets did this. And it's real hokey and homely, aren't we ordinary people? Whereas this, he's just stare. All it is is yeah, vision. Yeah. And it is, they're not going to get sentimental about anything yeah. or anything at all. But it did get a little bit, because you do still have photographs. And that's something that's always in war films, is a soldier looking at a photograph oh, or yeah. whatever. But at the same time, it was just, I think he was just so finished. I Because th- it would be me and that's it's just like, finish this, go home. Finish this, go, just get there. Yeah. Just get there and go home, you know, do anything you can. And even when he comes comes into that group of soldiers that are there and you hear the song or whatever, and he just puts his head to the tree, you think, of course, he's bloody exhausted. Yeah. Like, it's just so, you, you don't think about these things, but obviously... He's just so, so tired and, and you can see it in his face and then he just gets up and keeps going. And like, oh my God. But I just thought everything was brilliant. But I was mm. going to ask you, what do you think of Andrew Scott and his accent? I thought it was fine. I thought it was actually brilliant. I mean, I thought his character was very good. Yeah, I mean, it was the cynical. I like. I love the line where he, he says, um, points out, he says, I need to go over there. And he says, yeah, that's the German lines. Yeah. <laughs> and just matter of factly, that's where you're going to get killed. Yeah, but I love when he said, here's the flare gun. We don't have many of them. So if you do survive, can you just throw it back to us? <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. His whole cynical attitude of it. And drinking all the time. Yeah. And this was common. In yeah. All the officers. And he just throws the water on them. Just you not see the way he just goes. And he says something about something religious. Yeah, blesses them with yeah. the fucking alcohol. I'm vodka or something. But but I said that that was all the officers would have been yeah. drinking heavily all the time oh, because it was just so, yeah. because it was the whole thing about the first world war particularly was there was no end in sight, it was stalemate. But it's not just oh. that you're cold, you're constantly oh, wet, yeah. you're constantly but, but, but dirty, that's, and but that's just, the same. There's no yeah. end to that. Yeah. This is just continuous end. Yeah. This is the rest it's of your life, as far as they were concerned. Yeah, they're numbing themselves. Yeah. I think from from everything that that happened there, um, and I just loved the way Benedict Cumberbatch just turned into this magical scene of just his face. And that, to me, made the film. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. three seconds that's, that's, that he was in the film. The entire film is about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's a one single shot until we get to Benedict. Yeah. That's the whole yeah. point of yeah. it for you. Exactly, yeah. Okay, well, I didn't get that at all. Yeah. But I just said, oh, there's Benedict going right back. But also, 
what I liked about it as well is that because I've heard this before in stories where they'd say that the Germans were very vicious and they were like ingrained that, and you can see that in the airplane scene and that airplane scene was absolutely oh, yeah. stunning like he has to win the Oscar I know it. he just has to well like, particularly no to stage it. that I presume yeah. I, I wonder was it CGI I mean if it was it was very very good CGI well there are ways felt, to do it yeah you know? because being particularly to stage that given the nature of the way the yeah. film is single shot yeah to do it a number of times mm. would have been a big deal. So, but it was still, it was staggering. Yeah. And. But yeah, that scene. And then, you know, the way that German guy, that really pissed me off. Oh, that, I was like. Well, okay, don't. I know, no, I won't. I was just like. Oh, but but I said, I'd say that, that could be justified in that he was panicking. He was just German. Yeah, it's the state of mind of the yeah. people that were in the war. I mean, it's yeah, I you mean, can't really. We don't want to lose our German audience here now. Viciously <laughs> well, attacking I, the Germans. I'm a Gorski, so. <laughs> yeah. So that could you have go, been, yeah. your grandfather, great grandfather, was out there killing people right, left, and centre. I never met him. He could have been a vicious. Bat- well, he wasn't because he rescued my granny and left to Brazil. <laughs> so he wasn't. Bless him. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely man. <laughs> no wonder I'm like this. <laughs> comes all the way back to my grandfather great grandfather but I was going to say to you as well was the scenes even with that broke my heart the scene of the house when they were looking through the house that was someone's house yeah someone lived there I was like imagine that didn't occur to me now like that's that's a good point yeah where are these people that live like you you could still see like plates and you know the table and uh, towels or linen or whatever still things there furniture in there and you're just and obviously half of it's destroyed or it's all open and you know and you're just like oh my god where are these people it could have been yeah. a family living in here that now well, very likely was yeah so yeah well i mean that's there's a lot of little details like that yeah. that can pass you by because you're so caught up with the relentless rush of the film yeah and uh, that's one thing that did strike me about it was I loved it. Like I love the film. There's no question. But I still I want more and more first world yeah. war films because they're just mm. there's very few of them, and I want ones that are. I'd like one that is more about the trench life because this is just one mission. Yeah. The same thing like Saving Private Ryan is one mission to find yeah. Ryan. This is the thing. But you'd have to make it very interesting. Well, there have there is one out there. There was one. Mm. That's, it was one of my films of the year the year before. Um, what's it called? Oh, I've forgotten the name of it. But it's on Netflix. So it'll come back to me. Um, but it, it was a First World War film that was big enough and I loved it but it was based on a play Journey's End that's that's the name of it oh yeah and that that is but really Journey, good yeah, Journey's End is also a series oh just been several like it's a play it with a Benedict play. Cumberbatch was it? oh no, no I have the book no that's that's a different thing I know which one you're thinking of it's not Journey's End because um, that, that's a three-part mini-series. Yeah, yeah no, Alexander Maddox or something is the name yeah. of the author or something. But, no, that. this is a play that was written by a veteran of the First World War. Oh, okay. Like it was staged in the 1920s. And it was filmed in the 1930s. And I saw the 1930s version. And it's fascinating because, but the 1930s version, there's been several versions and a more recent one. The 1930s version was like only 15 years later. If oh, yeah. Even 11 well, years some of the later people in it yeah. would have been in the war. Yeah. Um, but oh it's God. real heroic and we're heroes but it's exactly the same play mm. same dialogue in the modern version and it's much more cynical and um, and it's just how you can play with dialogue but but that isn't about one single event that's about several months and people coming to the trenches people yeah. getting killed people going off escaping so on and heroics and it's just, it's it's a tragedy and that's what I want to see more of them I want to because this is just a very much a snapshot it's one moment if you like 
Whereas I'd like to see a film that is just goes on for months because the whole life in the trenches must have been horrendous. Yeah. I don't know if they had it in this or was it another one I saw where um, like there was the, all the um, soldiers were miners as well. They were digging under each other's tunnels to plant mines. Yeah. And I remember seeing another film from the 40s, I think, where they were saying, what's that noise? And they said, oh, that's the miners underneath us digging to plant the bombs to blow us up. And he said, oh, you're not worried. He says, we'll only start worrying when we don't hear them. Because we know the bombs are set. Yeah. So that sort of thing, psyche going on all yeah. the time, constant fear. Oh, my God. Yeah. All these things that were going Because trench warfare, it was just so stalemate. You were just stuck in these tunnels. This was your life. Yeah. And then even to go out, like just over the ladder, if um, if you popped your head up for a second, bang, yeah. you're gone. Yeah. This is the whole thing. So fascinating stuff. Yes. So I loved the film. Really mm. loved it. I'm dying to see it again. Yeah, because I actually even, want even to go and see it again. you've mentioned there yeah. that I want to see picking up on. Um, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to see it in cinema again, but I definitely want to see mm. it. Now, I saw it in IMAX. And apparently it was filmed in IMAX. It's a different format to normal widescreen. Yeah. And I didn't understand. It's just it's a big screen, but I mean, not as big as Savoy 1. Yeah. And it's a different ratio. It's not rectangular. It's more square. But... I did, you didn't notice anything missing or anything like that? Where did you see it? In Dundrum. Yeah. And was it big enough? Like, was it screen one? Yeah, screen one, yeah. And was it packed? Yeah, up to the brim. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think now, like now that you've seen it, do you think it deserves the best Oh, film? yeah, yeah. Well, it's hard because the other ones are actually very good in different ways. But yeah. definitely cinematography. Definitely. And I'm surprised the guy didn't get the no- actor nomination. And I'm pissed mm. off. <laughs> Roman Griffith Davis didn't get to, didn't get nominated. I don't care that he's young and he's all the time in the world. This is his film. He yeah. made this film. Jojo like, Rabbit. Yeah. Okay, you're you're drifting off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're not talking about yeah. the Oscars in general. It did get ten nominations, on. so I'm happy enough about that. I do think though, um, when we do do our Oscar thing, if we are doing it, um, I think. Obviously, other films are going to be compensated in other ways, but I do think this one might win. Oh, I'd say it'll win. Yeah, it'll win because it's new. Like yeah. it's nearly always a brand new, film, and there's so much hype about yeah. it. Also, it's sort of it's wordy because yeah. it's about a tragedy. Well, not story. just that. It is in a way the technical side as well. They have to analyze it. Like it pisses me off when it when it's when they just do it like based on, for example. Someone made a film about Alzheimer's. Do you get me? Yeah. That pisses me off when they just give it to all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But because of the work put into this, I think it deserves a win. Like mm-hmm. Roger Deakins, if he doesn't win, fuck's sake, like, <laughs> sorry. Okay. None of the first world war <laughs> veterans will be swearing like that. Oh, I'm sure they do. <laughs> Damn me, sir! <laughs> Going over the top again. Glow. Uh, yeah, like I think that's what should be considered when... I'd say so. Like, and there's lots of technical awards. Like, another thing that struck me about it that I thought was stunning technically was the sound. Yeah. It was really... And it, it's like I said with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the sound, and that was amazing because of the yeah. tension. Yeah. And that's what this does. And it's not what I expected. I expected it to be just constant bombing explosions a whole lot, which was what it was. That's what people a lot. That's why it was called shell shock, yeah. because they were subjected to 24 hours explosions, yeah. just hearing them all the time. And that's I think that would have added to it as well. But it couldn't because of the nature of the film, because it's a journey. Yeah. That's why I think a lot of trench based films um, would have that. But um, 
the tension, the sound of it, and it, but I, th- I don't know if there's a choreography award or whatever, but that's what really struck me. Like yeah. that everyone had to be in the right place there isn't. and do the whole yeah. lot. And just, well, I'm, but, but that was the, but set the no, but yeah, it is set, probably set design, but I don't think that comes into it. I think it's director. Right. I think it well, comes into director. director does, yeah, yeah, he would. He would set it up. Because even when we were talking about La La Land, that for the opening scene of La La Land with the dancers on top of the cars yeah. and the amount of them, Mm-hmm. And you're just like, how? but that is literally choreography. Yeah, like, yeah, no, no, no. But but still, is. to synchronize everyone, yeah. extras and whatever, like that takes, and even the camera movement and making sure yeah. everyone comes into the shot at the right time, so like cues and all. Yeah. So I mean, it is. But I would say, I'd say it's a fascinating thing to do because it's a case of everyone involved, each individual knows what they have to do and yeah. not concentrate on anything else. Yeah, which is brilliant because then you're actually giving them apart oh yeah like it is important for them to play that part because after that someone else has to react to that as in as yeah. soon as you go from here to there that person needs to exactly. already be coming and over you have to do so, it a certain time so you yeah. just all you need to concentrate on is your job yeah your, you have one job <laughs> and so on and i know it from having been an extra myself in that it's hopeless when there is there was no coordination for us we were yeah. just told like everyone walk out from the church to the gate and everyone started walking at different times and so on. And they had to do it several times over. They would say, right, when we shout background, that means you all move. And loads of people would move and loads wouldn't because we're waiting to hear action and things like this. It's just, I was nearly shouting, would you move, feckers, you're in my way. So this is, I know how hard it is to get thousands that they must have had that. So beautiful. One other thing I will say on that, it has a similar plot to a film called Gallipoli which I would highly recommend. Okay. Um, it's a film from the 80s. Mel Gibson is in it. It's, young mm. Mel. it's an Australian film. All right. And it's very, very, I like him. I like him in it. But it's basically, it's the same. The end of the film is the same story. This guy, has it's Gallipoli, like the Gallipoli yes. attack that happened. And it's about the Australian New Zealand army. And they were about to go over the top and it was cancelled. And Mel Gibson is a runner. He's an athlete. And he's told, he gets the message. He says, right, well, you better call it off. So he has to run back to the trenches. Yeah. To tell, and it's in, but it's only the last half hour. It's not the whole film. Yeah. The whole film is about them arriving in Gallipoli, settling in, getting to know yeah. the locals. And it's a really brilliant film. But that's what I was thinking of when I was watching this. It's the same tension of... And if, if like, you think of it, it, how can they not just ring them or send a carrier pigeon or something like that? And you say, no, it, it has to be someone running across the lines to yeah, get there. Yeah. And that's compelling as well when you think of our modern times. Right. So your score? 10, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I give it five stars. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it was, the bar has been set high on our first film of the year. Yes. I can't see anything getting to this quick we, no we have to listen back to this podcast at the end of the year for review well, to remind us yeah we, we do need to see the lighthouse oh yeah that's the, the, a big one coming huge, out as well there's yeah. loads of films yeah. coming out that i want to see uh, and it, like we've a whole year yeah. <laughs> ahead of us but this is this is just striking yeah. but as always yeah. isn't it? it like we always it's always in january that we choose a film well, yeah, because like, all the oscar yeah, nominations yeah. are coming up as well okay we'll leave it there oh yeah i get five stars so we we'll leave it there i've been mick jordan and i've been marina gorski Woohoo!